0: I wanted to kind of share my journey. I started, for those who know, I started in trading in 1999 joint.com. .com. Talked a lot about that. Um, It's exactly like the crypto market in its early stages where um, lots of companies who were not making money were essentially seeing their stock price um, skyrocket in value. Same thing with a lot of the crypto coins and I see uh, incredible parallels uh, between that market and the crypto market today. And if you were able to uh, withstand the challenges during that time period, uh, you would have uh, been able to, to make it and you would been able to do quite well. And you know, I'll talk a little bit about this in some future videos, but again, um, for those who are suffering in the crypto collapse, you see your portfolio down perhaps you know, uh, 50%, 60%, or 90% uh, if you bought at the peak. Um, it's it's very challenging. So, and some people that you know have reached out to me, and they've said that you know they're so devastated in terms of their losses that they are thinking of giving up on trading. So, I kind of want to share a little bit about my my journey. So, I did very very well during the whole dot com boom, and then the dot com bust happened in two thousand. And essentially, prior to the bust, I actually quit my full-time corporate gig uh, to focus on trading full-time because I was doing quite well. I mean if I was able to make uh, a certain uh, income that was even greater than what I was being paid um, you know it's a it's a no-brainer but when the market crashed um, you know I was struggling Uh, things weren't working and the market was you know steadily declining and I didn't know how to focus on shorting, right, or betting on the downside. Um, so it wasn't I wasn't doing well at all. Um, I've already left my job. Um, I didn't want to go back into, you know, I mean, I could at that time uh, go back and, and try to find a job, but again, at that time uh, when the whole economy was um, slowing down, it was a challenge as well. And it took a little bit of an ego uh, check right in terms of you know you being you thinking that you're on top of the world and suddenly you know you're not and then you don't have any stability of a job right in in terms of income to pay for your monthly expenses so it was a very challenging time and a couple of things that I wanted to share with you in terms of my journey is um, I basically just you know maybe it was naive I said listen um, since I don't have a job let me try this um trading full-time thing right so I essentially started you know day trading trying to uh, make an income uh, on a daily basis by day trading and and scalping so I had some successes um, but overall it didn't really lead to um, you know, replacement of my income, uh, you know, perhaps, uh, like I said, at that time, I was only playing in one direction if the market was falling, no matter how good I was in terms of trading, if I wasn't playing on the downside, uh, it was a losing proposition. So it, it got very frustrating. It got um, to me where um, it, it reached a point where I wasn't making money. I was actually losing money. I didn't have a job. You know, I had my, my expenses, uh, my Daily um, expenses were increasing. I had to move in back with my parents. So it was a very tough time, and some of my friends uh, thought I was crazy because I was, you know, uh, maybe perhaps you know people conveyed me as a gambler because I was doing something that wasn't even making any money, and I was speculating. So I thought at that time, maybe this trading thing isn't for me maybe i wasn't i just got lucky i was in the right place at the right time but a couple of things that i wanted to share with you in terms of um, a a certain decision that really changed everything and i asked myself is that if i wasn't if profit wasn't the driver um, would i still continue to trade and I, I thought about that for a month and I said that, listen, if, if, if trading didn't generate a lot of income for me, would I still enjoy what I do? And I thought about it and I said, yeah, it, 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 it did bring me lots of joy in terms of figuring out how the markets work. And I basically said to myself, I said, um, perhaps maybe it's my lack of knowledge. And if I really focus on learning how the markets work, so having a solid foundation of knowledge, and also building trader skills that I will eventually uh, become successful. So I want to share three things. So th- uh, one thing that really helped me turn around is I had these realistic or sorry unrealistic expectations. Okay, and it was also due to the fact that. Um, when I first started, um, you know, I started making these 100%, 200%, 300%, 500% returns in a very short period of time. So the market basically maybe become very, very greedy. And and I sometimes even said to myself, if this stock's not going to go at least two, 300%, I'm not interested. So when things didn't go up that much, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of changed my whole perspective. So essentially, what I started thinking of is... Let me set some realistic expectations. Instead of shooting for the moon, let me try to, you know, consistently no matter what the result is, try to consistently make a steady income, right, from trading. So I started saying, you know, listen, if I at that time was able to try to shoot for $200 per day, okay? And at that time, I did have the skills or I did um, have the strategy to be able to do that and I started doing that consistently and then I started shooting for okay let's just say 500 right and then a thousand and I started doing that consistently and then a thousand and then etc cetera, etc cetera. so it helped me a lot because it didn't force me to take unrealistic uh, or, or sorry, I wouldn't say unrealistic I would take unnecessary risk okay and that was the thing that, um, if I were to look at this as a potential career, I'm not going to, you know, you know, go all in, right? Every single trade, which essentially I was doing prior to to that time, and, and the reason why I had a lot of success in the beginning is I said, listen, I not, I'm not shooting for these big returns because of these big returns just weren't in there. Uh, markets weren't going straight up. They were steadily going down, but yet there was opportunities for markets to go up a little bit, right? So I just started setting uh, more realistic expectations, and it really turned me around because I said, um, you know, listen, I just want to be able to get consistency first, and once I was able to build consistency, I could actually realize this has a potential career or potential long-term endeavor that I was focused on. So, for my, 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 uh, my suggestions for you is, um, you know, if you um, have done very well, right, in the past uh, two years or so, set some realistic expect- expectations. Crypto markets, you know, there they're are signs that they're, we're going to have a crypto winter, right, for, for a year or two or three years. So, you're not going to get these crazy returns. So, look for single digits. Look for steady consistency returns don't shoot for the moon number two is in regards to um, you know markets on the downside right we're in the bear market is maybe perhaps look at trading on the downside right profiting from the downside so those are the areas that you should uh, set some realistic expectations number two set small goals okay have smaller goals and I kind of alluded to this already instead of shooting for you know, big big returns look for small returns so for example if you um, were were setting let's just say you know, you're know, you looking to let, let me just um, say let's just say you're looking for you know a uh, hundred thousand dollars or a million dollar target type of thing well maybe just shoot for ten thousand maybe shoot for a thousand if you're not consistent so then that way you feel that you are achieving something, and I've studied a lot in terms of goal setting. If you set very unrealistic expectation or you set two big goals, you just give up because let's just say you want to make a million dollars, but you're only making ten thousand you know ten thousand dollars, well, ten thousand dollars is very, very far away from a million dollars. and then you just say, "You know what, I'm not doing well at all, I'm just gonna give up, right? So that's one thing that you should do is you feel good about setting these smaller goals. Your target is to make, a, let's just say, $1,000 this month. You did it. Great. You feel great, right? You feel like you can do more. So then you set your goal 2000 right? And then you $3,000 and 4000 et cetera, et cetera. So it'll get to a point where um, it becomes a little bit more challenging, but it keeps you in the game, right? It keeps you focused instead of giving up because you feel that the goal is too far from reality meaning that well why should I get up in the morning, turn on my computer and trade when I have no um, strategy, I have no skills, I don't have any abilities or, or confidence that I can reach that goal, but if you set Smaller goals, it'll get you um, up in the morning and ready to trade. Last thing, long-term career. So this was a major, major uh, breakthrough for me. And this was a time where I was in my 20s, right? So I said to myself, well, I had some success, initial success in trading and um, you know I wanted to obviously get rich when I was young and you know I, I, um, I really strived towards that but then when the bear market hit um, you know it was, it was more challenging so then I said to myself I said listen you know I'm only in my 20s at that time and I'm looking at this as a career right and i had some mentors um, you know at that time as well who said well mike what's the rush i said well i want to get rich i want to get wealthy i want to be financially stable in my 20s and they said to me i said what you got lots of time right and you have you have the determination right now it's just that you don't have the skills right now you haven't developed those skills you haven't had the experience you haven't had the the challenges that you had faced and and were able to overcome those you haven't experienced that so how are you able to achieve you know great financial success or, or great trading success when you have not even gone through all that well I you know and I, and I said to my mentor I said oh well I've gone through it like I've made it but my my mentor at that time was saying, well, you you got lucky, right? You were in the right place at the right time. The true skill of having a long-term successful career is being able to consistently make money in any type of market conditions, okay? And you don't have that. And that's where I said to myself, well, if I were looking at trading, you know, and it's what I love to do, why why, why, why try to force it? And I said, you know, I needed to develop the skills. So I started looking at trading as a long-term career. And a long-term career is not something where you try to get rich quick type of thing, right? You know, just go all in. It's being able to be consistent. It's being able to consistently generate profits on let's just say weekly monthly yearly basis so that was a big 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 breakthrough for me mainly because i was in no rush okay to really have a lot of financial success my whole objective was to try to in consistently try to continually improve my skills day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, and to be able to trade in many different market conditions. So that's one thing, you know, that's those are the three things that I would say um, that really, really helped me in not giving up on trading. And, you, you know, I have a perfect example. Um, my 16 year old nephew very Was very, very interested in trading, like maybe perhaps all of you, uh, you know, during the whole pandemic, uh, especially started last year. And he asked me to, to teach him. I said, no problem, right? He was watching my videos. He was attending my live sessions. And, you know, he's nowhere to be found now. Um, you know, I asked him, especially this was during um, the... Um, the the Russia Ukraine crisis when markets really dropped and he had some positions that he was losing money. And he asked me, I said, is there any ETFs? Is there any type of investments he can just park his money in instead of trading? And I asked him, I said, why? I mean, he wouldn't admit it, but, uh, you know, it's the fact that, you know, his losses and perhaps, um, you know, trading really wasn't something that he really enjoyed. Um, But it's something for you to think about because, it's not about the money. Um, sure, yes, of course, we all get into trading because we want to make a lot of money. But don't think of it as money. The, I mean, the if you trade well, if you do something well and you put in the time to develop those skills, um, at some point, you know, your skills, your experience, your knowledge will pay dividends, right? Will result in a financial reward for you. But if you focus purely just on financial reward and if you don't get the reward, of course, you not, you're not going to continue because like what my friends told me, I was, um, you know, a, a, a gambler or I was um, crazy or, you know, to be doing something where I wasn't making money at all. Right. So. The thing that I want you guys to think about is continually improve your skills. We are in a very different market from the market from March 2020 all the way to beginning of this year. We are in a bear market. So analyze what sectors benefit from a bear market. What's the type of um, market environment, Uh, in the bear market in the crypto market where things have taken the beating and many people say we're going to be in crypto winter well what's the strategy to play in a crypto winter right so instead of you know oh you know the things weren't working i'm losing money that type of thing figure it out but don't give up right you spent Perhaps, you know, for for those who have been trading for more than a couple of years, and let's just say you give up, well, all that years of experience, your knowledge, and perhaps you've taken some courses, and you know perhaps you watch my videos, you spend all this time, all this effort into trading, into learning, and then you just give up? Well, all that wasted time and, and knowledge and experience, you know, you just give up. So think about that because that's kind of where I thought about it is when I was from 1999 to 2003, you know, I spent essentially almost four years like compulsively. Studying the markets, you know, at that time we hadn't, we, I had no YouTube you know, to to learn from other people. I just had to rely on books, I had to learn, rely on trial and error. I had to, you know, and I spent, you know, t- 10, 12 hours each day reading books, studying charts, and doing all that stuff. And then, and then I said to myself, I'm, like, I'm gonna give up after that, spending so much time when, you know, I, I and, and all this wasted time. No. I wasn't going to do that. You've reached the end of another episode of Mastering the Trader's Mind podcast. Feel free to reach out to us with any questions. To contact at Mikesir.com. See you on the next episode.